Hello there, and welcome to a very special Here's Johnny's Reviews. And for this one, over the next several weeks, I shall be putting out my failed second podcast, the Schlocky Horror Podcast Show. As I and my co-host spent a good amount of time on these podcasts, so I thought, why not slap it on this podcast and see what happens. Now, remember, these were recorded several months ago. So and none of the links for the Shocky Horror work. So please don't try to look it up on the internet. However, the other links should work. Anyway, enjoy. Happy New Fear and welcome to a very late in coming out Shocky Horror Podcast Show episode eleven. I'm your host, Johnny T, and no movie is safe from me, whether it be from B to Bloody Bell Z. This is later than I wanted due to the fact I have rebooted, revamped, renovated, reimagined and regenerated the podcast. Speaking of regeneration, welcome my new co-host Martin from the Bad Wolf podcast. Hello John and hello to all the listeners out there. Thanks for having me on board. Yes, yeah, not, not, not a problem at all. And I'll say that one right off the bat. No offence to my old co-host, but we just were not gelling. I did enjoy doing the 10 plus podcast, well, 10 podcast rather, with him, and we had a couple of laughs and as such, but it's a new year, a new decade, and a new start. Also, I am changing the podcast's uh, parameters so we can now do science fiction, action, drama, comedy, and also horror, uh, so not just exclusively horror. As long as it's a B to Z movie, then it will be covered. So I'm extending it, you know. Um, yep. So with that, why don't you tell the folks what you have picked for your first podcast? So I thought we would talk about He Never Died, which is a film starring Henry Rollins. Mm. Which is a movie I'd never actually heard of, but had saw my Netflix queue, but had scrolled past numerous times until this viewing. And this viewing will be my honest notes watching this thing so it's be interesting <laughs> <laughs> um and yes i usually do fear for fortnight but since it's been well over a month that doesn't apply here so instead let's just discuss what we watched during the festive period yeah i didn't really watch that much i watched the gavin and stacy christmas special which was really good i was worried that after a decade off screen they they wouldn't have it anymore um but yeah everybody was just great and it was great to be back in that universe again and other than that i just watched doctor who on new year's day okay okay i have not actually watched gavin stacy is it any good <laughs> yeah it's really good um it's kind of the thing that i know james Corden from and i know he's kind of a polarizing figure people either love him or hate him mm. but even people i know who like vehemently dislike him love gavin and stacy okay then okay yeah i said i can't stand the guy i mean he just gets on my last nerve so <laughs> nope <laughs> <laughs> i mean give, give the first episode a watch and if you you don't like it but i watched it with um my fiance's mum and sister neither of whom had ever seen it and they watched this christmas special and they were like yeah we're gonna go back and watch the whole series now all right yeah okay then. so yeah it converted them <laughs> i'll give it a, a, a look see then anyway so over the festive period i watched the christmas sorry a christmas carol 2019 from the bbc which depressed the fuck out of me my 
God, it's depressing. <laughs> I haven't um, seen it. Oh my God, it is wrist-splittingly depressing. So be warned. <laughs> okay. And it takes forever to get the body's story going. It's a three-parter, I guess, three or four-parter. And it takes to episode two to get to the second, uh, to the first ghost. It's like, what <laughs> the fuck? Oh, dear God. Uh, then I also watched Dracula 2020, which I thought was pretty well weak and dumb. Plus, towards the end, it falls to fucking pieces. I mean, it also felt rushed, yet incredibly slow. This fucker drags. Yeah, but the story, as I said, the story, it's rushed. I mean, they rushed through the, the book, like in the first episode. It's like, oh, okay. here is, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the lawyer. Uh, fuck, I've got the guy's name. John, um, oh, fuck, um, John, Hark, Hark, John. Oh, yeah, Harker. Harker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. he's now half vampire, half human, and rushed right through that. And then it goes to the second episode. And it's the second part of the book, and rush through that, and it's like, whoa, slowed. And then it gets to the third episode, and it just slows down to a grinding halt, and it goes utterly ridiculous. I mean, but moving on. Plus, I love the fact the whole but Dracula isn't bisexual shit had me on the floor fucking laughing. <laughs> I mean, he is a guy that drinks constantly. Wears ridiculous outfits, has a ton of women following at their fucking feet, and is married to three women. Yeah, the guy's a swinger, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Plus, he is not real. He's a fictional fucking character, you fucking idiots. Um. Oh uh, yes, I also watched the Doctor Who uh, New Year special and also this third episode. Uh, I'm still not sold entirely on a female Doctor. She just seems too clueless to me. I mean, she's supposed to be what three four thousand years old and she's completely clueless at every single fucking adventure all she does is bullet switch whatever screw this wave around the place and go oh i've got the answers let me tell you everything blah 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 blah, blah. and then shit happens <laughs> you know you know what she is she's the equivalent of arnold schwarzenegger doing his early dvd commentaries when it'd be like here i am with a gun i have now shot the man in the head <laughs> i am now running and it's kind of like that's what she's doing in the episode. It's like, right, what's happening now is we're running down this corridor because of this thing. And it's like, yeah, we can see mm. what's happening. Mm. You don't need to do that. But I've also noticed that the com- there's, there's too many companions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get that going now. I think there should be one or two. Um, maybe you could have a third one that comes in every other episode for a trip or something. Yeah. Um, but it's like when you get to episode three, by the time the main cast are there, there's too many main characters. And it just doesn't work. And the companions are constantly getting lines that are just repeating what the Doctor said. Mm-hmm. So in Spyfall Episode 1, uh, the Doctor says, oh, it's a pictograph. It's got a pixel inside a pixel. And Ryan goes, oh, so it's got a picture in a picture. And then when Yaz is introduced to Lenny Henry, the assistant says, oh, this is Sophia, whatever the last name is. And she goes, Hi. I'm Sophia, whatever the last name is. And it's like, <laughs> you're just doing that to have a line. Yeah, yeah. I've got to say, but the, the assistants are working my last nerve. I mean, oh my God. Um, the copper, There's too many of them. Yeah, so, too many. The, the copper so, chick doesn't act like a, a police officer at all. No. And the grandson and grandfather kind of do have chemistry, but it's kind of weird, weird how they bounce off each other, you know? Um, I say dump the 
the the policewoman have her yeah. coming in as a Captain Jack style. She's companion. so short served in this series. Mm. And the what the one thing people were saying about Skyfall Part One and Two is she finally had something to do. Mm. Mm, and yes, it's just almost sort of just there. Like I don't know if you watched Tortured. Yeah. But in the first series of Tortured, Yanto just kind of has nothing to do. He's just there. It's mm. kind of like that. He's basically a Jack's qualified butler, you know. I yeah. mean, so. Mm. Mm. Although one thing I will say is, please, for the love of God, bring back Missy. I mean, I just love her. She is so fucking sassy. She was great. <laughs> I'd love to see her bounce off Sasha Dewan, who who I think he's done an amazing job with mm. just two episodes so far yeah true true although is he actually the master or is he just another time lord fucking about with the doctor oh no he's definitely the master okay then okay then i just right. i thought because it says everything you know is a lie so i'm thinking are you bullshitting her i mean are you another time lord so it, yeah, okay maybe you know what'd be a really interesting twist is if the master and the doctor are the same person oh god <laughs> Uh, if, if the master came before the doctor, but ni- neither of them know, and just because of timey-wimey nonsense, mm. we're up together. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, as we're saying, but could you imagine having the sassy scotch, Missy versus the, I'm sorry to say that thing, but bland as toast doctor? <laughs> I mean, the sparks would be flying everywhere, but unfortunately, Michelle Gomez is wrapped up with Netflix, so... yeah. Well, she's doing Big Finish. So oh, was she now? Oh, okay, then. Yeah, yeah, she's done a couple now, and she's part of the big multi-master story that's coming out next year. Oh, interesting. And they got John Sin now. Oh, God. Okay, then. <laughs> so that's pretty much all of the, ma- oh, all the masters. Yeah. Three of them are dead or not. <laughs> 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 I mean, do you have, have the actual news uh, Eric Roberts yet, or is he too expensive? Yeah, they've used Eric Roberts. He's been in a few now. Oh, has he now? Oh, my God. Yeah, only recently, like last year, I think. Oh, okay then, okay then. So the backed up money truck then. <laughs> uh, between his fucking, his um, asylum movies. <laughs> yeah. And he's got something like 800 credits on IMDb. It's insane. Mm. Like that man's always working. Yeah, and most of them are sci-fi movies, you know. Yeah. Sci-fi channel movies, not as... Find anyway, something back... you're good at, you do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, back to this movie, because we're kind of veered off course. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the budget of this thing is unknown because it's strict to tape or VOD. And I can't find any, uh, anything about how much money this thing made because it's VOD. So there we have it. The cast is Henry Rollins, Boo Boo Stewart and Kate Greenhouse. The director is Jason... Uh, I have no idea how to pronounce his name. Kurowski? No. I okay, think it's Kurowski, yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's spelled K-R-A-W... C Z Y K. So how'd you pronounce that one? Eh. The, <laughs> well, the plot: Jack, a social outcast with depression, spends most of his days lying around watching TV. Same mate, same. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> yeah. So thugs break into his house and start up the old Jack, and his violent past comes back to haunt them. So that was a nice short and sweet plot summary. Yeah. Um. So, as I said, on to my honest notes that I wrote down here. So, as I was watching it, I was taking notes. Uh, what's with the opening sound effects? First, we have chains, then we have wild horses, and then we have a Hitler speech. What? Yeah. Know that. <laughs> I think what they're trying to um, get across there is like a passage of time. Like, this is how long this guy's been alive. So, the horses are meant to represent a time before cars. 
maybe the chains and whips are like biblical kind of imagery and then obviously when we get to the Nazi stuff it's World War Two. so I think they're just trying to get across that this guy has lived through so much and because yeah it kind of he wakes up at that point so maybe he's just kind of reflecting over all these years mm, mm. I love the fact that the landlady comes to the door to get the um the rent and he yeah. seems pissed off he's like ugh fine because then he's he's what old treasure chest and pulls out what was it four hundred dollar bills and just yeah. goes here and slams it on her face i just love that he's such a prick i mean i think you would be though wouldn't you no that's true i mean you'd be a fucking complete arsehole sociopath i mean you wouldn't have two fucks you've been alive since what the dawn of man so yeah. you'd be a complete utter dickhead yeah but i just love that one also a very subtle nod is he has scars on his back so he was an angel at one point then i think yeah that's what they're implying okay then okay then. anyway sorry i should explain the guy we're talking about is jack played by henry rollins who i knew from the utterly awful yet fantastically bad johnny no no uh, <laughs> can't say that word mnemonic <laughs> um which has this podcast written all over it oh I mean, we should do it i watched it last night Okay. And I, I was on the floor howling with laughter at how bad the effects are. I've not seen it for years, but this was oh, the film that made people think The Matrix was going to be shit. Yes, yes. I had Matrix written over it also. Yeah. I mean, but Keanu Reeves basically playing a guy in a suit. What is it with him and doing that? <laughs> he loves a suit. <laughs> I mean, very much as I say, so Jack is a complete, utter arsehole on this, but I love it. He's such a badass also, and I love that also. He is yeah. such a complete prick. So the next day, or is it Luther on the same day as the next day? Anyway, he goes to see his dealer, Jeremy, <laughs> played by Boo Boo Stewart, who I knew from the god-awful Twilight movies, sadly. And he is an annoying, useless side character who does nothing but supply Jack with the blood and or body parts because he's a junior doctor, so he can get, hold, he can get hands on body parts. Is that how that works? <laughs> I guess it would be easier than anyone who wasn't a junior doctor. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I love the fact he goes, how are you going to get somebody like me? Money. People love money. <laughs> so he's not the first thing. Yeah. Obviously. And onto the violence. OTT, but stylish. I loved the violence in this. I mean, it's just, as I said, completely over the top, but it somehow works. I mean... Yeah, I love how minimum effort he has to put in as well. Like, over the billions of years, he's learned if I just tap a guy there on the arm, he's going to drop a gun. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when he's sitting on the bed and he just basically just swats the guy's arm away, like, no effort given to it as well. And, yeah, he's just completely emotionless in the fight. He's not, like, fighting because he's angry or anything like like that. And I love when he gets maced in the eyes. He just kind of... (laughs) It, it stings for like 30 seconds and then he's fine. And I like that he's got red eyes for a bit for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. And I love the explanation he gives to the Cara in the restaurant. He's like, oh, my landlady thought I was breaking into my apartment and I fell <laughs> yeah, on the glass. And my own apartment. She <laughs> yeah, I love that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although they do break their own rules. In this one, in the first fight scene, he gets his, uh, his hand shot. He's got a bullet hole in his hand. And it takes days to heal up. But later yeah. on in the movie, he gets shot between the eyes and just pulls a bullet and it heals up straight away. No, if you're going to set the rules up, follow them bloody well rules, you know? Yeah, it does It does fluctuate and stuff like that. But I do love that. I know we're talking about realism with an immortal cannibal vampire type guy. But in like 
Doctor Who when Captain Jack comes back to life. It's kind of just instant. And I know we've seen examples in Tortured where it takes longer. But I kind of feel like if you were immortal and you got shot in the hand, it would take a couple of days to heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love that he's got to pull the bullet out of his head because otherwise his skin will heal up and he'll get migraines. <laughs> yeah. um, Henry Rollins um, himself said that when he first read the script, he was howling with laughter because just how and, and then he phoned the director and went look don't don't think i'm like being negative here but is this meant to be funny and the director was like yes mm, okay it's a black comedy yeah so it's yeah. kind of like tongue-in-cheek yeah 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 very tongue-in-cheek uh, on to jack's daughter andrea or andrea sorry played by jordan today today is I? I her fucking name. she's a bit of a ditzy barfly is she not i mean yeah She's an alcoholic uh, junkie who uses her <clears throat> wild feminine ways, shall we say, to get gentlemen callers to pay for her, <laughs> as you do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she, she says the uh, vagina's a, uh, what is it, a way of controlling men or something like that? Or, or yeah, trick. I can't remember the exact line, but it's just basically, I don't need to pay for anything because I have a vagina. Mm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that is the world's oldest profession, so. Yeah, that's very true. That's very, very true. Uh, on to Cara, as you mentioned earlier, the waitress played by Kate Greenhouse, who is very sweet on Jack, and I love the fact she has a Canadian accent that comes and goes, but I'm guessing she's set in New York, so she could have crossed the border. Yeah, you know, people move around. Yeah, yes, very true. Very true. And on to the, the hitmen slash loan sharks. Well, loan sharks? I mean... Eh. I couldn't figure that out, if they were just like mob enforcement or whatever, but they're Dumb as fuck. Yeah, I suppose I don't know. Thick yeah. as shit. <laughs> they are thick as shit. After dealing with Jack one time, where he gets his balls ripped off, they try to kidnap Jack's junior doctor, which leads to an eye for an eye scene, which I loved. Jack just pulls the guy's eyeball out and goes, yeah. eh, and throws it away. <laughs> I mean, then they attack him time and time and time again. What the fuck? What is wrong with these bloody Yeah, mods? after the first time, you'd be like, right, if I see that <laughs> again, I'm crossing the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, these people are fucking idiots. Uh, but I love the fact that Jack is a badass in this. But he doesn't smoke, drink, or eat meat. But he plays bingo with all these pictures. <laughs> yeah, he's something along the line of they don't distract him. Mm, mm, and I that's... guess because they're old, they wouldn't even really think anything about him. They would just get on with their bingo and he can just concentrate. I, I kind of like that. It's a nice kind of character quirk. Yeah, true, true. I mean, I wrote in here, is this based off a comic book? Because this has comic book written all over it. But apparently it's not, so... But, yeah, it's not It's not based on a comic book. It is its own original idea. And apparently there is, a like, a TV miniseries in development starring mm. Henry Rollins. And I think that might be better. Because this is a film that's got, like, a really great, unique premise that I've not seen before. And there's just so much potential here and i kind of think that a tv series would just allow a little bit more room to breathe and you could develop his backstory you could flash back a couple of thousand years and mm-hmm. show what he was up to and there was a film out this year set in the same universe called she never died oh right okay then. but henry Rollins doesn't appear and i've not seen it yet because it only mm-hmm. came out this year okay then. okay i have also written down here this has tv series written all over it it's still yeah. like a, a long extended pilot, you know? So, eh, I say make it a TV series and like, a bit like um, Highlander TV series. Yeah. Better. <laughs> well, I mean, TV now is no longer the poorer cousin of cinema. Mm. It's like 
standing shoulder to shoulder like you know they're doing that big dc crossover now and it's as good as any of the marvel films mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so, was, somebody who yeah, it. I, yeah this could be a great tv series although that annoys a shit me um we have to wait until what february mm. the time we yeah, see the entire uh, you won't be seeing batwoman yeah that pisses me off also it's like what the f- uh Moving on, back to this movie, because I'm just going to a rant, and no, <laughs> you don't want that. Uh, i got to say, but 30 minutes into this thing, and it did not have me. I found this thing to be slow, boring, and nothing is explained. I mean, you go from the fact that he's a guy in his, what would you say, in his 50s, would you say? Yeah, Henry Rollins is in his 50s, yeah. Yeah, and he's got scars over his body and such, and you're thinking, okay then. And then he drinks blood. And I'm going, is he a vampire? Is he a demonic creature? Is he a supernatural entity? What the fuck is he? Nothing is explained. And that yeah, and I, I know you looked into it and found out about Kane and the oh, yes. and stuff. But your audience shouldn't have to do homework. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That pissed me yeah. off. And I've got to say, but Jack doesn't eat meat. Yeah, he rips the throat of one of the hitmen, Waterhouse style, and then eats it. I know I'm completely lost. I wrote here, I'm completely <laughs> lost. So... What the fuck? I mean, you expect a big deal about, oh, I don't eat meat, I eat eggplants and such, da, 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 and, and Parmesan and such. Then he kills a guy ripping his throat and eats it. Okay. <laughs> I was lost. Yeah. He then He then kills his dickhead neighbour, because who doesn't have a fucking dickhead neighbour? You want to smack around, you know? As Jack then turns to booze, so his morals are falling away one by one then. Yeah. Okay. Oh. What I love here is when whenever he sizes someone up, he mentions their age, and I guess because to him age is nothing anymore, so he he's got no emotion to it. When he's like those kids try and attack him, mm-hmm. and he just says, "You look about 17 mm-hmm. and it, there's no like, "Oh, you're only seventeen. I'm not gonna." Do-. It's just like he's got no emotion at, attachment, mm. and he says it to a couple of like the heavies as well. It's like, "Oh, you look about 45 yeah and like there's no yeah there's no emotional attachment there's no connection and i kind of love that i really think this is how somebody would be Mm. although i love the fact he tests people he drops his money clip yeah and it's a hundred dollar bill and a guy picks up and goes you dropped this mate i love that one so he's testing him to see if he's a bad person or no so i like that that was kind of kind of nice little touch although what is with this silent roar every time he starts always Control he says a silent roar, nobody hears it but us. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck was that? Yeah, I'm not too sure about that. Again, that this comes back to it. if it was a TV series, they could explain that. But yeah, there are, I'd be interested to see if there's another cut of this movie. Mm. Yeah, and maybe there's a little bit more that's explained, but who knows? But I, I really love the premise of this film, and I think Henry Rollins is kind of perfect for this. Like, obviously, he's not what I would call an actor. He's a musician that acts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's perfect for this role. And it was written for hit with him in mind. All oh, right. Okay. Then. Okay. Then. Yeah. I didn't know that one. I love the fact that everywhere Jack goes, he bumps into complete utter arseholes. <laughs> As you mentioned, the New skater. York. Yeah. The skater punks. I mean, yeah. he'll just shoot him in his shoulder. I mean, yeah. they put a gun at and go, fuck you, grandpa. I'm going to fuck you up. And shit. So what the fuck? That little cocky prick. Plus, he pulls out a perfect bullet out of his shoulder. It isn't damaged, it's a perfect bullet. I guess, slightly. 
I guess the budget wouldn't stretch to squash a bullet. I don't know. <laughs> Although I love the fact that later on he pulls one out of his forehead and it's a perfect yeah. bullet. <laughs> I, mean, I just love that one. Did, oh yes, the daughter is kidnapped and a landlady is killed. Yeah. And then she, he doesn't care. He's like, meh, I don't care. I just, he's such a complete cold arsehole in this. Mind you, he is supposed to be what? Uh, 1 BC? Yeah, billions so, of years old. No. What I do love is when Andrew knocks on his door mm-hmm. and he opens it and then she just runs away. Any normal person would look down the hallway and think, well, that was a bit weird, but he does not give a fuck. Yeah, he so he door. just shuts the door and then when the, those mob heavies are banging on the door I guess he just assumes it's her again because mm-hmm. he's like oh for fuck, I've got to get up and go and she's probably going to run away again and then they're like oh how was your meeting with uh, I can't remember the guy's name the medical Jeremy student. Jeremy how was how was your meeting with Jeremy and he's like mm-hmm. fine and he just shuts the door I, I, just, love I love that he's just so clear and concise and he's learned how to get by with saying very little and doing very little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love the fact that um, he locks a door on him and they kick that door down with one kick. <laughs> bullshit! <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. It's a cinema door. Yes, you ever try kicking a door down? It's a fucking name. <laughs> um, let me see where it was I know. Oh yes, Jack faces off with Kara's ex-husband, Tim, played by Michael Cram, who was dating his daughter. Or was it just a hookup? Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, I think it was just a hookup. And two punches in the face. And he does fuck all. And the ex takes the car's car, even with a broken hand. In fact, he punches him square in the face and it breaks his hand. Because <laughs> obviously Jack's not human. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just keep coming back to the fact that the premise here is really strong. And I hope they do make that TV series. Mm. Yeah, let's hope so too. And I love the fact he walks everywhere, you know. Yeah, curse the what the earth. Yes, curse what the earth. Alone. Which I didn't pick up on until you told me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I should ex- yeah, I should explain. Jack is actually Cain from Cain and Abel, the the Bible. He is uh, Adam and Eve's firstborn son, and Adam and Eve were a hundred and ninety years old when they gave birth. Well, when she gave birth to him. So okay then, and then she had another kid, uh, and Cain killed. Abel, uh, so God smited him to walk the earth alone for eternity. He cannot die. So this is why he is the world's first murderer. But in some cases, he's a vampire or a cannibal. So I guess they blended all the verses together. Yeah, and again, that comes back to the fact that your audience shouldn't have to do homework. Because that cannibalistic stuff just kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't know if um, that's what was making him immortal and keeping him alive. But then... He's so depressed that surely you wouldn't consume that flesh to keep you immortal. But yeah, apparently that's not the case. Mm. Mm. Other fact that she bitches and moans. Oh, I have to walk 10 blocks. He's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Know? He just give a fuck. He's like, I'll just walk it. That's perfectly fine. They have no chemistry together, you know, and yet she helps him later on in the movie. Of all the shit he puts her through, she still stands there and takes it. What the? Would you get the hell out of there? I mean, yeah, it's weird. And again, it doesn't explain how long her and Jack have known each other. Like, is he in there every single day? Has he been going for like the past 10 years? And they've kind mm. of built up this kind of friendship because um, he doesn't care about a lot of people, but he cares enough to lie to Cla- uh, Cara about mm. the way he got his injury. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I've wrote down here, finally, 40 minutes into this, and we get some of Jack's backstory. Yeah. Uh, he's a jack of all trades, hence where the name came from. Badum. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that he's got that chest of stuff that he's just acquired over time. Mm, mm, and yeah. Oh, here's a bottle of wine that's worth this amount of money. Go and sell it. And Yeah, yeah. I was a, what was that? I was a tin miner, a gold miner, a silver miner. Um, I was in the army. I was in the military. I was in the navy. I was in dozens of jails and such. And I was a multiple business owner and this all this. A stunt man at one point, which oh, makes yeah, sense. I'd go into stunts if I couldn't die. Mm, mm, yeah, true, true. And then I wrote down, "What the fuck is Jack? A vampire? A demon? A supernatural being? What the fuck is a Tell me movie? I mean, I get really ratty towards this. It's that kind was... of a weird horror superhero subgenre here. Hmm. Hmm. He then tells Kara his backstory, uh, which he... Wait, hold on, what are we done here? He tells her his backstory. He then runs to drink blood, which he got from a blood bank. Uh, okay, then she spills over the fort. That's like a little dog. I wrote down here, utterly disgusting. What the fuck was that? I mean, she goes, okay, then that's your story. I need to go. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And walks away, then has a mental breakdown. He does a silent roar. Um, and then he drinks the blood. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, she has a sponge and sponge and soaks up. I love that one. I mean, oh dear God. I, I just thought it was kind of gross. You've got Henry Rollins on the floor lapping up the fake blood on his hands and knees, which is like, no. <laughs> no chance you'd catch me doing that one. I kind of love that he just really likes bland food. Like he just mm. likes a salad or oatmeal for breakfast and just tea and yeah he's he's not like an extravagant guy and i guess you just get by on like the bare necessities don't you when you um because i guess he would still need to eat yeah yeah like yeah, he would so. still feel hungry he wouldn't die from it but he would still feel hunger and he would still feel like the lack of glucose and stuff like that if he didn't eat or drink yeah but i don't get but if, if he's supposed to be adam and Eve's child they were human, so why is he get angel wings? <clears throat> I I don't know. Um, <laughs> again, the film doesn't explain this. Maybe that's something we would have to do homework for to figure out ourselves. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just keep coming back to the fact that it is a it's a great premise wasted on this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The budget hampered this movie horrendously. I mean, I love one thing that annoyed me was every single fight scene towards the end was off screen, which annoyed the shit at me. You just uh, see yeah, the, that's the aftermath, you know, it was like, you son of a bitch. That annoys me. Uh, so, anyway, so the next morning, Jack goes to see the local gangster, Alex, played by Stephen Ogg, about his kidnapped daughter after Alex lies to Jack. Oh, I should say, Jack has a built in lie detector. He knows when you're lying to him. I guess that's something you'd develop over time. Mm. As Jack walks off to play bingo, even though he knows his daughter's behind a fucking false wall. What the fuck? I mean... Yeah, I would have kicked that wall down and got her out, but... Mm. Also, is she uh, immortal also? Or is she... That, that's what I was wondering. Human? Because she never died is not about her. It's about a completely unconnected woman. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, so um, is she like half immortal? Is she... Could, does she have his healing power? Maybe she's not immortal, but maybe she can heal from a wound. Who, mm. who knows? That's... Again, this should be a TV series. We we can mm-hmm. get all these answers. Yeah, make it so bloody, I don't know, Fox or whoever the fuck's doing it. <laughs> make it so. Uh, so later at night, Jack goes to his favourite diner. Well, they're getting held up. Handy that. 
I think he's one of the hitmen from earlier, the one from Missing Eyeball. So he knows something is up. And then he takes them all down gloriously, however, off screen, which pissed me the fuck right off. I mean, you just see one guy flying through a window, beaten up. Yeah, I guess that comes back to budget again. Mm, that annoys me, but it's like, can I have one decent fight scene? You know, a couple <laughs> of squibs and uh, that annoys me. So after he takes out the entirety of all the, I don't know, gangsters, mobsters, or, I don't know, pissants, basically, there's about, what, 10 in there? Um, yeah, about that. Yeah. Uh, he then just casually asks uh, Cara for a ride and offers to pay her a million dollars. I'm going, no way what now? She goes, hey, yeah, I'll do it. I'm fine. I'll, do it. I'll drive you around town. Rob, love. I think not. Will you get the fuck out <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't care if he was offering five million. I would yeah. be out of there. Yeah. Or, or you know what? I'd be like, yeah, take my car. <laughs> mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, take the car. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. maybe he can't. Maybe he physically can't drive because he's cursed to walk the earth. Possibly. Maybe like he physically can't get on a bus. I know, but that doesn't make any sense because uh, she asked him what the civil war was like, and he says, "I don't know. I was in China." I was in China. Yeah, so yes. That means he, you can't walk to China, so. He must have. He must have yeah. got there somehow. Mm, mm. Unless he was born in in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, maybe it would have been. Good. Yeah, I mean, would it did he walk up up to Alaska and walk down from into America? You know, into Canada and into America. That's a ridiculous spot. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, so I guess she gets my rides all around town for the entire night. They return to. Uh, his apartment where the landlady is still alive. Oh, she was fucking dead. Uh, yeah, so... I know. That's weird. And then she interrupts Jack as he drags the one-eyed fat guy by the ankle <laughs> through the corridor, which had me laughing. That was uh, a great scene. Yeah, yeah. Back into his flat. And uh, I just thought, wait, wait, wait. I thought she was dead. So who the fuck was killed when the, the Alex guy said he's hit me in room? What the hell was that all about? Maybe there was someone else in the flat. I don't know. Possibly. And hello, he's dragging a guy by the ankle into his flat, but he has two boat wounds in his head and she does nothing. She just asks where a neighbour was who hasn't been seen in three days. What the fuck movie? I mean, <laughs> she's either alcoholic or stoned out her nuts, but even she should realise, you've got bullet holes in your head. How's that one, love? Oh. Yeah, even if you didn't realise there's bullet holes, you'd be like, oh, what happened? Like, you'd think maybe he fell down or... Mm. Yeah, because I guess your first thought wouldn't be, oh, those are bullet holes in his head. You'd be mm. like, what the, what the fuck did you fall on? Yeah, why is it, why are you dragging a fat guy by the ankles? I mean, <laughs> uh, and who's this woman sort of stuff? It's like, uh, this is a bit stretched. Like I said, this has TV show written all over it. But this feels like a, a weird sort of pilot episode. But it yeah, I wonder if that's what they were intending, if this was like to jumpstart a TV series. Possibly. I mean, I did read that this is supposed to come out in 2014, but okay. it was put back until, uh, what was it, when the hell, I heard it written down somewhere. 2016, I think. 2016, yeah. it came out, yeah, yeah. Um, and it went straight to Netflix. Unfortunately, Netflix didn't pick it up, so it's lying in limbo. So there we have it. Oh, Yes. Cla- uh, Cara, can we call her Clara? Yeah, Cara. same. Oh, God. Cara finds his treasure chest full of millions of dollars and silver coins, dating back eons. I mean, she's completely takes this just like that, you know. She finds a picture of him in World War One, looking as he does now. So he's not a vampire then, as I wrote. 
she has Judy takes us on a chin and goes, Okay then, this this coin's from eighteen something. I'm fine with that, you know. Or this bottle's from England, I don't know, sixteen hundred nods, I'm fine with that. I'm going, Rogel, what you, you freak the fuck out? This guy's been alive for hundreds of thousands of years and you're just like, I'm fine. Really? Yeah, even if even if you liked him, you'd be like, This is too fucked up for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, she just goes, I'll take my money now and just sit here and wait. What the f- uh, God. So, um, finally, we're an hour and ten minutes into an hour and a 40 minute movie. I make a Jack's backstory that he is Kane. And I was done. Finished. <laughs> I was over this movie when he turns says, oh, I'm Kane from the Bible. Done. I was like, no, you can be a vampire. You could be a fucking immortal being. You could be a spiritual being, but you're not Biblical fucking Cain, as in Cain and Abel. Uh, I was done. Um, I love the fact he tortures the, the fat guy with one eye and he just gives his information over. Hey, that's my phone. That's my phone. Really? You're supposed to be a, a hitman. You just go take the phone. I guess after this point, they've heard and seen what he can do. So it's just like, well, fuck it. Hell, I can't get him. So he might as well go get them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He just walks out and leaves Kara all alone with the treasure chest full of money. And other jewels. Oh, I'd have gone if I was her. Oh, fuck yeah, that would be well rated. Walking. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she just leaves the one eyed hitman just sitting there. He's yeah. like, oh, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. So, and that's when it lost me. Was this after? Yeah, it was after, yeah, after they kidnap him and put him in chains and throw him into the water. Yeah. yeah. That's well after that. So I'm thinking, you've seen him shot, you've seen him stabbed, you've seen him wrapped in chains and tossed over a cliff to be drowned yet he's still alive why are you still attacking him then you fucking morons I mean yeah it doesn't uh, matter how much I was being paid after mm. that first time uh, I'd think about retirement yeah yeah fuck that shit so after the hitman spills his guts Jack answers his mobile phone or cell phone for American listeners to talk to his boss Derek played by Walter Alonso and this is now an hour and 15 minute mark so he sends another hitman who's quickly killed. And that's it. It just drops it at that. So who the hell is this Derek guy? Yeah, I know. It's it's interesting as well. Like the guy in the hat that keeps popping up as well. And I love that um, the guy in the hat shows up. He's clearly like an angel, maybe Gabriel or something like that, that's coming down to keep Jack in check. And I just love the fact that Jack is like, after all I've done, after everyone I've killed... You come down to defend this guy. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a devil, actually. Yeah, I, d- I don't know who who he is, but yeah, I love when um, Jack's about to take like the final boss down, and he's just like, maybe one day you'll see who I was talking to. Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, let me see now. So Kara uh, walks off of her money as Jack goes to get his daughter back. So is the daughter an angel? Uh, yeah again i think this is why we need a tv series to answer all of these questions yeah yeah exactly exactly because i don't not like this film i really like the premise and i'm interested in this universe yeah but i I just don't think they communicated anything properly with this film yeah the the movie itself falls to pieces because it doesn't seem to have to set up anything it just expects you to know things you know um it's like a uh i'm trying to think of like a really in-depth Marvel movie. You're supposed to know that's such a person. They have this power, that power, this power, that power. But 
to an average person, like, who the hell are they? You know, I mean, uh, da, 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 da. so Jack goes outside and says a spell to the knife, the one he killed Abel with, and he doesn't use a fucking knife in the movie. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, what the hell was the point of that? So he was saving it for a special occasion, John. Yeah, well, true, true. So Jack visits the hospital as Jeremy, remember him, is in the hospital and spells off to Jack that these guys are loan shark hitmen and he yeah. owes them thousands of dollars because of his student debt. Uh, okay then. So off Jack goes to finish up them all once and for all. I'm going, really, mate, you're going to take down these hitmen because of your idiot fucking junior doctor? <laughs> What? And how the hell did these hitmen know Jack's door? That's not explained either. I mean... Yeah, I mean, yeah. What I do love is that um, he's sleeping in the car, and he's like... And Jack knocks on his window. It's like, mm. how long was I asleep? He's like, well, how would I know? No, I just assumed that he was that knackered from doing a, I don't know, 12-hour shift a or 10... Shift, yeah. Yeah. Or a, a 20 hour shift or something, I just fell asleep at the, at the wheel, so I just assumed that one. Although it could, it could be like he's that desperate for, for money, he's, he's sleeping in the car, so yeah, could be. Again, Although, TV series, we, we need it, yes, yes. Although it's not actually told that he's a doctor, he's wearing scrubs, which is fair enough, but he could be like an orderly, he you know. Could be, yeah. Um, another fact, what the, 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 the fat guy with the one eye. Uh, hit someone in the, the, the kneecap with a, a hammer and the other guy goes, oh my God, that's too much. <laughs> what? You're yeah. hitting for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, let me see that. So Jack then returns back to Cara as it's later on in the, the day to beg for a ride. She says yes after he says he can have all his money. What the fuck, love? I mean, really? So you're going to take this guy's entire chest of treasure chest full of stuff? And she's a good person. Why is why Jack knows go, you're a greedy bitch and kill her? You know, I mean, <laughs> steal the car. Um, then Jack tells her in the car he's a vampire. The only one. So he's not Kane then. What the fuck? I wrote down here. What the fuck? Is he a vampire? Is he, is he Kane? Is he an angel? Is what the fuck? I mean, even they're playing with a fucking ending. And that pissed me off. I mean, stick to something and run with it. I mean, yeah. that just, just pissed me off. So Jack returns to the gangster Alex to get his daughter back. Uh, he knew she was there two days earlier, but doesn't show up. Why then? I mean, he says that he abused her for two solid days and beat her up and all that stuff. What the fuck sort of father is he? <laughs> yeah, well, I know he he doesn't know her, but even if you didn't know her, you're still like you've you'd just be like, well, I can't leave somebody in that position. Yeah, I mean, when he he first went snap. Um, that nightclub he heard her scream behind the wall yeah so he knew she was there what the yeah he could have taken down the wall but then the film would have to end so... yeah, true, true and more stylized violence all to smooth jazz because that's funny right i mean what yeah the, the barman pulls out a shotgun and shoots him and the guy goes what did you shoot him where what's that noise are they just fucking idiots i mean what the fuck <laughs> and, and then they have the, the bar fight but they stabs him in the back with a, what was it, a fork? I mean, for fucks. <laughs> yeah. I guess you you just do whatever's to hand in a fight, don't you? Yeah, true. true. I mean, and it goes, you better just walk away. Okay, then. You just walk out. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, 
So Jack beats up Alex to get his daughter back and then snaps his ankle. Okay then. By twisting it off almost. Yet later on in the movie he's perfectly fine. I'm going, did you heal that fast mate for crying out loud? Uh, because believe me, I've had my, my ankle snapped and it is not a fun thing. <laughs> so. I, I bet. I kind of, I think Henry Rollins is perfect for this role because he's kind of got enough charm to get by with it. He kind of reminds me of like an a young Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's not the best actor, but there's something about him. There's something about him that you just see him on screen and you're like, yeah, he's got screen presence. Mm-hmm. And I kind of mm-hmm. feel that with Henry Rollins here. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, I'll have to say, but if this was going to be turned into a TV series, the daughter has to go because she has a none of it. I mean, she's supposed to be like this badass, but she just seems to be kind of meek, you know? Yeah. Maybe she's she's not really a, a badass. She's just kind of... She's got an art degree and she's kind of just thinks she's counterculture. And then when she's really faced with the shit, it's like, oh, she just crumbles. Mm, mm, mm. And this is when I was completely done with this movie. So Jack hands the daughter to Kara, who tells her to get the fuck out of here and go to the hospital. He then turns back to Alex to finish him off, and he then spells the reasons why he hired Hitman, because Jack killed his father years earlier. So this whole thing is just a revenge plot. Yeah. A cheap revenge plot at that. So how the fuck did were these loan sharks just loan sharks and he went I'll hire you as hitmen and they're like okay I'll take the money then what the fuck I mean and then God shows up and (laughs) screams at Jack just uh, what the hell and Jack goes let me die and God goes no or devil who the hell is goes nope I'm done I was just finished with this this movie was like nope I'm finished done because this old guy is is seen throughout the entire movie as he's watching uh, because he says to his daughter do you see him? She goes, yeah, I do. And she, who is he? Oh, he's a bad guy. Don't talk to him. Don't acknowledge him. Don't look at him. Yeah. So. The uh, fact that Andrea can see him makes me think that she might be immortal. Mm, yeah. Because nobody else really sees him or notices him unless he wants them to see him. Mm. Yeah, true. That's very true. Maybe she's part immortal. You know, maybe she's half. Yeah. I mean, maybe she can heal quickly. Um, yeah. I guess like a jellyfish is immortal mm. um, unless it like is killed by an external force. True. So maybe she would live forever, just constantly regenerating. But if you shot her in the head, that would be the end of it. Possibly, possibly, yeah. Or yeah. cut her head clean off. Yeah, maybe, yeah. It was a Highlander scenario, you know. You know, he has to have his head cut clean maybe. off. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so I love the fact that like, Henry or Henry Jack rather is such okay. a complete cold bastard that Kara has to scream at him to get help because he's going to go back to kill this Alex guy yeah. uh, she's like help me she's your role my daughter da, da, da. and they go back but he just walks off and says to Alex I'll have to think of your sins then you'll find out who I'm talking to and just walks away and that's how it ends I was like what that's how you end this fucking thing you yeah I mean what's the what's the stop well I guess we know what's to stop Alex coming back but yeah in that moment if I'm Jack, I'm thinking, well, if I just leave this guy, he's going to come back. Mm. He's going to heal. He's going to hire some better people. Yeah. He's going to come come again. But, yeah, the whole, like, you killed my dad subplot, that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And exactly. I just kind of think if that had been set up, 
uh maybe we're when you know instead of those um hearing the sound effects and i i guess this was probably budgetary mm. but in the beginning i'm assuming the reason they play audio is because they couldn't afford to film these <laughs> these flashbacks but it would have been interesting to, if they'd filmed all the flashbacks and then had one of him working for alex's dad well there's one dropped line where yeah. he says you worked for me years ago or my dad years ago and you were a great bouncer but i replaced you with with the um the other guy who gets killed in a bitch ass way he gets grabbed by the tie <laughs> and knocked out from the door i just love that one um yeah yeah exactly although i did read that this was filmed back in 2011 wow Okay. And it was sitting on the shelf to be edited, and it was released in 2014 to the um, the film sort of festival circuit. Yeah. And it was given a lot of praise, and then Netflix bought it, but then dropped it, <laughs> and then picked it back up again and put it on its server. So it's like, okay then. Yeah, maybe maybe it's one of those things why I maybe a lot was lost in the editing, mm. and because it was so long from filming to release maybe there were a lot of chefs in the kitchen mm, yeah and everybody awesome. every network or like netflix were like well you got to take this you've got to change this you got to take this out um that happened so maybe there was just a lot of interference i don't know mm, possibly possibly so like it says that was he never died all i wrote down here was what in the actual fuck <laughs> i mean confusing slow dull boring nothing is explained yet you get a data dump in the final five minutes that pissed me off horrendously this thing is utter annoying to the point of crap i put in here avoid the plague because it will piss you <laughs> off so what do you say about it i i would say if you're interested in seeing like a, an interesting premise give it a watch but john my question to you is would you watch a tv series based on this Yes, I would. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've said this going for maybe two or three seasons, you know? Yeah. Um, But I would have to have an interesting writer because I have to feel on this, this is a writer director job and he was a bit spaced, you know? He's a bit too old. They'll know what this is. This is they'll do the research and do it for Yeah, outside. I think so that, also, um, when you have a, somebody who is writing and directing, uh, it's hard for them to be objective and subjective at the same time. Yeah. So when you're writing something, uh, normally you'd give it to a separate director who would look over it and be like, well, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you're also the director, you're just going, well, yeah, this makes sense. Everyone, Everyone's going to get this. Yeah. And maybe yeah. there just wasn't that pair of eyes looking over the script being like, well, you need to explain Kane. You need to explain why Jack's walking everywhere. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't, honestly, I didn't, twig why he was walking everywhere until you said it mm-hmm. and i was like okay yeah that makes sense yeah yeah although how did an immortal get a driving license yeah how, <laughs> how would you get a passport how do you do anything yeah how does he get a bank account? i mean just because he's, he's all in cash so uh, what does he do for money i mean if i, I guess money... he just sells stuff he's acquired over time yeah true true but then he should have like a whole storage warehouse full of stuff yeah, not because, just one treasure chest, you know? Yeah, I mean, because you would constantly be collecting stuff. You'd be collecting stuff from now mm. in case it was <laughs> worth something in 3,000 years' time. Mm. Mm. But you I'll wouldn't just have the one chest that you just constantly restock. Yeah, believe me, I've got a wardrobe full of Doctor Who figures 
<laughs> to be sold in about 40 years time <laughs> excellent that's your yeah. that's your pension ah yes I, that's my nest egg exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> anyway on to the scoring gone is the booze and hello schlockometer god that's cheesy <laughs> uh, <laughs> one is terrible two is bad three is meh Four is good and five is great. Plain and simple. Because <laughs> I get complaints. Oh, your scoring's too complicated to figure out. Whatever. So I'm going to give this thing a one out oh, of wow. five. So what are you going to give it? I'd go three, just because I really like the premise. Okay, then. Okay, then. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Like I said, this thing lost me. When as soon as it says Kane, I was like, I'm done. Then they changed it to yeah. a vampire, and that pissed me off. And then the whole explanation at the end... I was going, no, fuck off. You can't have it. This whole thing set up because of one guy wanting revenge. I mean, yeah. Uh, and I mean, him changing being Kane to a vampire doesn't make sense. It would kind of make sense if he was telling different people and he was just fucking with them. Mm. And he was like, just giving them fake answers. But you know, in the Dark Knight, when uh, the Joker changes the story about how he got his scars. Yes. yes. That, that would have been interesting if he was telling it to different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah because he tells it to the same woman it just doesn't really land but i'd be very interested to see she never died to see if anything is expanded on yeah i must look it up actually and find out what's what we're not yeah know? i know it did the film festivals this year yeah. okay then okay so maybe we're about a year or two away from it landing on netflix yeah. and okay. the fact that netflix put it back on means that you know there must be an audience for it mm. mm-hmm. okay then. like i said this was a a festival lovey, so there we have it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, right. So thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. What the fuck you listen to this thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Schlocky Horror and Instagram at Schlocky underscore Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod, and you can follow Martin on. Uh, Twitter, I'm at BadWilf pretty much across the board on all the social networks. Okay then. And also check out his what are you, weekly? Bi-weekly? Whatever you uh, like. <laughs> when we've got time. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we, we try to be weekly, but sometimes a couple of weeks might go by. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's five of us involved. Three of us are more active than others, but um, yeah, we try and record as and when we can. Bloody hell, there's five of you, my lord. Like I say, they are predominantly Doctor Who. However, yeah, it's movies. kind of weird because we started off as a Doctor Who podcast and then we got sick of talking about Doctor Who, so we started <laughs> doing films. And now we've just come full circle around to Doctor Who again. Maybe when this current series is done, we'll uh, start doing films again. Mm, okay, then. okay. And next week's podcast, we are covering... Uh, this is your pick, by the way, so... <laughs> Oh. Next, so next podcast i know next week's podcast next podcast so <laughs> have you picked it yet <laughs> i haven't no um i forgot uh okay, okay. you you pick something right now and i'll i'll will adhere to it oh you <laughs> i'll put you on. sorry john <laughs> son of a right uh, oh i've got an absolute doozy for you yeah. It's a, uh, what the hell is that thing called? It's a wee from my body, my body cabinet over here somewhere. Oh, ah, my kneecap. Uh, this is professionalism, folks, but deal with me, because I'm not cutting this. But <laughs> Where the fuck did I put that? It's, oh, there we are. Vincent Price's Tales of Terror. 
which is uh, based on Edgar Allan Poe stories. It's okay. from the, where the fuck's it from? 1960s. And I think it's on YouTube somewhere. It could be on Amazon Prime, but I own it on Blu-ray. So there we have it. Uh, I own it on the Arrow Blu-ray, which I got for a fiver. So nice. And it's quite good. It's um, what's on this? The Black Cat is one of the stories. So there we have it. Sounds it stars. Good. Where the hell is it? It stars. Uh, where the fuck's a castle on this thing? <laughs> uh, Vincent Price, Peter Laurie, and a Basil Rathbone. No, so, I love a bit of Rathburn. Yes, so there we have it. Uh, Tales of Terror. <laughs> Tales of Terror, I'll look it up. Okay then, okay then. Well, like I says, thank you for listening and give us a bloody good review. A uh, bye. Bye bye. <laughs>